How's it going, Yamatators? Episode 52. Yamatat has now had a full year of podcasts. Episode 52, Lisa Best. This was a really fun one. We talked a lot about stand-up. We talked a lot about baseball. She loves baseball, but you'll you'll hear all about it. Um, it was a really, really fun episode. Um, <clears throat> yes, go to facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Um, leave any kind of comment, question, picture, uh, poster, um, graphic, gif, gif, um, crunchy, creamy, extra. Uh, go leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, whatever whatever you're listening to this on. Um, rate, um, tell people about it. You know, just spread the, spread the, spread the word like you'll spread that gif. That was really dumb, but I'm keeping it in. Who cares? Um... Yeah, we, we talked about our apartment comedy show. I just need to get it off the ground. I just need to just do it. Um, and my Twitter is at Dougathan, D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N, and the show's Twitter is at Yamatat. So, yam it up with me and Lisa Best. Very nice. Yeah. How long have you been uh, podcasting? This right here is episode 52. Oh, wow. This will be a full year. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mostly just comedians or? Mostly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a few musicians. Um, two of them were like my best friends mm-hmm. before I moved up here from San Diego County. Okay. Because I was like, just, will you guys just do an episode? <laughs> and they were like, all right. So we just like sat around and talked. And, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Neat. Ooh, you got the Nintendo 64. The original. That's the original Nintendo. Oh, man. I had one of those when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Played the duck hunting game. Yeah. Yeah. That stupid dog that laughs at you every mm-hmm. time you lose. Yeah. <laughs> I would always try and shoot that. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Right up to the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> so this is it. I mean, uh, comedy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. How long How long you been doing comedy? Uh, a little over seven years. Nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Cool. I'm at the, uh, like, five-year mark right now. Five-year mark? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Pretty good. Still, uh... <laughs> <laughs> it just, we just start crying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh... It's fun, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It takes over your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I... I don't think I am in touch with anybody before comedy. <laughs> it's like joining a cult. <laughs> I don't think I know But it's anything. like a really fun cult. Yeah. Like, oh, it's you're, great. everyone's friendly, and, like, everyone laughs at what you say, <laughs> and you're always riffing bits, and... Yeah. <laughs> it's the best and worst at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this recording? Are we recording already? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, this thing is moving. <laughs> what does that mean? I have, I have the monitor up right there. I usually have it on this monitor right here, but then, um... 
it's been doing this thing because I run this all myself, like whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, last time it did it, and then um, another time it did it where while it was recording, it just kind of froze mm-hmm. and stopped. And I was like, oh, great. And so I have to push stop and then, like, yeah. start the recording again. I'm so stupid. I just thought that this was, like, a show you were watching. <laughs> like, walked in and it just... The thing, I was like, oh, that's a weird show. This is the you sound- must have cable. This that's how long it's been since I've had cable. <laughs> this must be what the kids are watching. This is the Soundwave channel. Um. <laughs> it looks good. No commercials. <coughs> yeah, no commercials at all. Yeah. I totally, I would have been talking for 30 minutes before I asked that. And been like, oh, are we on? Is this it? Oh, man. I'm like a 90-year-old woman when it comes to technology. Like, I have no idea. Is this the TV? I only recently learned that you can take a snapshot on your phone. Mm. And it was the best day. Yeah. I was just taking photographs of my phone for hours. I'm like, guys, did you, this is so neat. Everyone's like, yeah, we know that that is a thing. We know. Um, that's a snapshot of the snapshot you just yeah, took. I'm just, I just like take pictures of text messages people send me and then send them back to them. <laughs> Like, this is how you communicate. I'm a child. I Did know. you know that you could do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at this trick. <laughs> oh, man, when I found out that a phone had a flashlight. Oh, yeah. Oh, were things lit up in my life. That was so exciting. I had no idea that you could do that. Yeah, I'm like 90. Yeah, because when they give you the light, too, they usually just flash the front of their phone. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they don't, don't do the, they don't do the, yeah, they don't yeah. go the whole nine yards. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. you know. <laughs> Give us a little how, treat. How Give obnoxious would that be just like with my flashlight? <laughs> Guys, you're done. <laughs> or going around to your friends and flashing in their face. Did you know I can do this? <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> like, oh, there's Lisa again, excited about something stupid. <laughs> So you started in uh, San Diego, is that what you said? Yeah. Where'd you start? I started in Florida. Florida? What part? Yeah. Um, well, I'm from Coral Springs, which is kind of closer to the Fort Lauderdale area. Up? Up? South. That, okay. South Florida, yeah. <laughs> but I went to college at uh, Florida That's why I say north. Up. Well, yeah. North is up. North south is, is up. down. Okay. Right or left, east or west. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What if I just had a compass? Well, actually. <laughs> um, but no, I I, uh, I I feel like I have to defend Florida. Like, it's like the area yeah. of Florida that's not always on the news. Like, I'm, not, I'm, from the, I'm from the area of New York that's just a suburb of, uh, of Florida that's a suburb of New York. Like, where I'm from, it's just a bunch of New York Jews who get sick of the snow. Come down to like, Florida. That's it. We're going to Florida so that way we don't have to travel on planes to visit our parents anymore <laughs> we're just gonna live in florida now yeah so that's so i grew up there but i went to college in tallahassee florida the florida state okay is that where a lot of news stories come from the probably the, the <laughs> college town not so much but the uh i'm sure as soon as you exit the it's just a bunch of old dudes in overalls with a rifle on their mm-hmm. porch yep but luckily i i just stuck to the to the college campus <laughs> But yeah, but yeah. So I started, I guess, Tallahassee and South Florida, on breaks and stuff. Mm-hmm. What did you go to school for? Did you get a degree? I did. What? I, I'm laughing because I I <laughs> I picked the thing that didn't require math. 
Yeah. That was my only goal yep. when I entered college. Like, oh, you're going to need to pick a major. And I'm like, all right, well, which one do I not have to take math? <laughs> They're like, um, you know, public relations. Sign me up! <laughs> That's the one. So, yeah, so I studied PR and marketing and, and creative writing. Whoa. And then uh, and I only had to take one math class. It was a statistics class. Ooh, I didn't even get that high. Yeah, right. Where, 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 where did you top off at? <laughs> Um, so I took a, oh, I took a placement test to see which math I would place into for the one math credit I would need. And then they were like, ah, you're going to have to take, I think it was like math B or like math A or something <laughs> to see if you can get into, uh, what was it? Um, algebra, College like pre-algebra okay. or something like that, and then, and then they're like, and then if you pass that one, then you can take real algebra, yeah, <laughs> and then you'll be good on your math credit. And I was like, I'm just gonna stop yeah. coming to school. Yeah. <laughs> that seems to be the, the healthy alternative. Yeah, as soon as they started adding like letters and stuff to math, I was like, what do you? What no? Yeah. I just got used to numbers. <laughs> Math is just it? numbers. Even if you put a letter there, it's like an emplacement for a number. So yeah. just, f- just quit it with the I was letters. I, I was in calculus my senior year of high school. And then I just, I remember one day I was sitting in class and he had, he was doing some equation on the board and it, it like, it looked like a sentence. Like he was, <laughs> it was just, and I just was like, why am I here? And I just dropped the course. <laughs> I, I did that with Trig. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't. Although I did see, what's that movie, uh, Hairspray? Did you ever see that movie? Uh-uh. Well, there's John a, Travolta. Yeah, and, where he's like a lady. Yeah. They, he, I saw that with my friend Irina, and we and there's a, the opening song <coughs> in it is like, she's, she's singing and she's like, good morning, Baltimore. And it's like very exciting. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, calculus was my first period class. And so then I went in being like, good morning, calculus. And I got in big trouble. They're like, no, there is no happiness in calculus. Sit down. And then I dropped the course. Look at this crap. This is a parable of happiness. It's a frowny face, as you can see. (laughs) My senior year of high school, I learned a lot about my ability to quit things. Because I quit calculus and I quit... um, I was in, like, AP Physics. Quit that real quick. (laughs) Like, two weeks in. I was like, because I remember just being like, why am I doing this? Yeah. This is dumb. And then I quit it. And now I have no money, and all of my friends have houses. (laughs) So... But are they really happy in their houses? <laughs> yes, they are, because they're great houses. <laughs> Passing out life lessons from their McMansion. I, I, w- I was in New York recently, and I saw an old friend from high school, and he works, like, on Wall Street, and he was filling me in on all of the other kids that we went to school with. Like, I got a, a girl, like, who, like, works for Boeing, and, like, all these, like, just, like, really badass jobs, and I'm like, well, I wrote a really funny bit about elephant poop. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. <laughs> but it's real weird seeing everybody else have lives and grow up. And then you're just like, oh, oh, man. Not for me. I'm going to watch from afar. <laughs> I'm going to watch some Netflix. Yeah, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just be me. Yeah. It's interesting. Do you have that? Do you have, like, a lot of friends who are... Oh, yeah. Six, or you, Grown former up. friends. It's like a whole different life. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, two of... 
my two best friends who I had on the podcast, they, um, I don't think they've grown up really either because it's mm-hmm. just like, who, who cares? Like what? Yeah. Uh, so, cause they have, they're comedy minded and they live down in San Diego County, but, um, but yeah, everyone else, like, I don't know. They're like married jobs, like, or yeah. they'll like stay. I moved out to San Diego from Kentucky mm-hmm. and I know. I, I don't know. know why I said that, like, all-knowing, like, oh, mm. yeah, uh-huh. you're one of those, mm. I have no idea. Yeah, and you're judging Florida. Mm. <laughs> um, but I don't have an accent because I didn't, like, grow up there fully. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I always have to defend my non-Kentucky <laughs> heritage. Yeah. Like, but I'm not from there, okay? <laughs> it's cool. Uh, what was I saying? I totally based on what I was... I mean, I think you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing wonderful. Um, hmm. Nope. Gone. Is that a, is that a <laughs> metal hanging baby? What's happening? Yeah. Where am I? <laughs> What's going on? Welcome to Thunderdome. <laughs> what, is that a trophy for <laughs> who hangs babies the best? Two enter, on? one leave. Um, no, it was an It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia game show. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I won first prize. That's awesome. So that that was part of the prize. There was a T-shirt, and there was a season one and two on DVD. I only partly believe you. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this is part of your Kentucky heritage. <laughs> no, I swear I'm not from there. <laughs> it's like actually like a real baby. <laughs> no, they're doing like taxidermy now, but with newborns. It's this oh, new thing they're are, doing in Kentucky. I remember what we were talking about the whole friends growing up around you and like yeah mm, yeah they've got like everyone have... real jobs or like yeah i hate like i don't go on facebook very often because mm-hmm. I, I can't stand it but every once in a while i'll have to you know promote shows and stuff so yeah. i'll log on and things will pop up and th- this kid that i went to high school he was like the fuck up of high school and he mm-hmm. just bought a house in like a really nice neighborhood <laughs> where i'm from and I was, what's happening? He's the fuck up. He's the fuck up. <laughs> but now it's like, what's? He was like the kid in high school who would just smell all the time, mm. and you know. And he didn't smell bad. He just. He just had an odor. Just. There's something about him. He's real, real stinky kid. <laughs> and he was just always the one. That, he was the pig pen. Yeah, he, he he was the kid that you were nice to just in case. <laughs> yeah. Just in case he decided to do some shit. But yeah, he bought like a house. He has like a nice, he had pictures of it. I was just, I was looking at this on Facebook just in just like my crappy apartment. Like at the time I was living with, well, there was five of us living in an apartment. And I was just, I was just sitting in like my own filth just surrounded by like, <laughs> notebooks that said random things about nothing like if i ever had a duck i'm gonna name him charlie like, like <laughs> things that make no sense and i'm just looking at this guy's house like what's going on is that your closer no yeah, yeah. good night everybody it's my uh <laughs> it's my extra when i go out for the extra time <laughs> after the standing out yep yep just tagging it with the duck joke. Yeah, always. <laughs> That's like the only... I have no skills. I was thinking about that. I did a show the other day, mm-hmm. and, like, there was a... 
It was at the House of Blues. Oh, this mm-hmm. is such a bad show. But it was, <laughs> that bef- like, in the other room, there was this really loud music playing, so you couldn't really hear oh. what anybody was. But I was just like, man, music, they have, like, a skill, you know? <laughs> like, how cool would that be to just have a skill? Like, they could play instruments, they can sing. And, like, I was thinking of that. People have skills. Like, what do we have? We have nothing. <laughs> well, we're just talking like a bunch of idiots. And then, oh, man. It would be neat to have a skill. That's, what I, that's all I was thinking about. It's, uh, it's, it's not, it's not bad. I, uh, I can play music, actually, Damn too. <laughs> what instrument do you play? Uh, piano, and then I've got guitar, too. I can, I can play... Um, I'm like medium, I, I can guess. play dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. On there the piano, that's about it. Can we? Can we? I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> you don't have to. Put me on the spot. It's a pretty cool piano, though. It's like. It'd be a weird thing to lie about, though. <laughs> can you really? No, I was just trying to impress you. <laughs> I was trying to be cool. Yeah, my dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. <laughs> yeah, no, I've always wanted to be able to play an instrument. I had piano lessons growing up, but. Me too. Um, yeah. But. I didn't stick with them, though. I, I had them from age 6 to age 12. And I quit when I was 12 because my parents said I could. Because mm-hmm. they tricked me into piano lessons when I was little because they were like, you can learn any song. <laughs> and I was like, really? I was like, I could learn like the DuckTales theme song. <laughs> <laughs> and I could learn like That's Mario. I could, learn, yeah, I could learn Mario on the piano. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had all these lessons where it was like all this classical stuff. And I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And then, yeah, I was like, can I quit when I'm 12? <laughs> or no, no, can I just stop taking lessons my mom? This was probably when I was like 10 or something. And she was mm-hmm. like, if you turn 12 and you still want to quit, you can. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was about to turn 12 and I was like, hey, mom, <laughs> remember that thing? Remember that thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had my family, We had, my mom got a, a she had a, like this really beautiful piano that I guess her father had given her. Mm-hmm. And so I have two older brothers. And her thing was she was going to she made us all take piano lessons and whoever stuck with piano lessons the longest got the would get to have that piano. That's cool. When they grew up. That was the <laughs> thing. And so I think I lasted maybe 2 weeks. <laughs> The piano teacher, she smelled weird. Mm-hmm. I have like a thing with smell. Apparently, she 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 always it's important. so much perfume on. Ugh. And like her big reward, Ugh. like whenever she'd give me like a sticker, I'm like dude, I want a fucking sticker. <laughs> How old were you at this point? Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe like eleven. I don't know. I just who ca- like give me yeah. money. Like yeah. I'm just like, trying to hustle my piano. But she was like very good. Here's a sticker, and I was just looking at her like, what is what is this? What is this? I don't want this sticky picture. And then she but, takes out her cell phone yeah. and shows you a screenshot that yeah. she took. <laughs> but yeah, so I quit. And then I think my, my I think my oldest brother, Jason, is the one that got the piano. And he was so proud. He was like, yeah, this is mine. I was like, why would I want it if I can't yeah. play it? I really want it. As a decoration? <laughs> but he, it's still at my parents' house. Is it, what kind of piano? Is it a grand piano? It's like a brown one. I don't know. <laughs> there are different Stan- Like the standy type or like the long... The big, the big long ones are the grand piano, and then there's like the. I, don't know, I must have missed this piano <laughs> when, they taught, when they taught me. What, watch, it's like a drum set. This is the piano. Lisa, these are drums. <laughs> these are drums. Lisa, that's an apple. What do you mean? <laughs> Where's Charlie? He'll, he'll straighten all this out. <laughs> yeah, but so he won the piano, and that was my. That's my musical background. <laughs> Ha 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 ha.
It'd be funny if right when he wins a piano, he's like, yes, now I can finally quit lessons. <laughs> I did want to, because I wanted to be in a band for a really long time when I was a kid. Same. I mean, I think everybody yeah. wanted to be in a band. I, uh, I named my band. My Ooh. band only included me. Okay. I don't think I understood the concept of a solo venture when I was a child. Yeah. I just assumed everything was a band. Yeah. So I would go to people and be like, do you want to meet my band? <laughs> and it was just me. And uh, I named my band Vision. Okay. And we were pretty good. <laughs> and I think my mom, she, she tried to um, explain to me that I couldn't sing. She was like, Lisa, one of the main um, things that you have to be able to do when you're in a band is you have to be able to sing. And I was like, okay, I'm good at it. <laughs> and then she, she actually took me uh, to like a voice coach. Because I think she wanted somebody else to break the news that I couldn't sing. Like, at first glance, it's like, oh, that's nice. She wanted to teach you how to sing. But I think it was like, no, she just didn't want to be like, kid, you can't sing. I'm going to hire someone to tell you that. And so I remember, like, I had my own lyrics. I brought my little book. And she was like, well, what, so what is it that you want to do? I was like, I want to be in a band. And, like, and she's like, is this your song? And she made me sing it. And then she, I remember she looked me in the eyes and she goes, you know, what makes music great is not everybody can do it. Oh, no! <laughs> and I, I was so hurt. I was so sad, but I realized that I didn't have didn't have what it what it takes. That would have been funny if you didn't even take that hint, and you were like, I know, right? Not everyone's as good as <laughs> yeah. I am. I've always at least been self-aware. <laughs> but yeah, so Vision, uh, Vision died that day. <laughs> Vision died. What was that name based off of? Anything? My vision. Okay. <laughs> when you said vision, I thought of the, the comic book character. Oh. Vision. He's like a android. No, I wasn't I wasn't cool enough Shoots to... Shoots laser beams yeah. out of his forehead. It was probably just like a word I learned that day. Like, that's a cool word. I'm going to base my life around it. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't a very smart kid. No. And then you didn't base your life around it. No. Or... Maybe this is just the beginning. This is your vision. <laughs> I vote, maybe I should name my first comedy album Vision. You just should. So, just, so it, just so it can live another day. That'd be such a deep cut. And then anyone, and then anyone who's heard this podcast episode will be like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> now I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. Ah. And then that voice teacher will be like, she did it. <laughs> she found her vision. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. So deep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Uh, doing comedy. Besides, <laughs> besides the poverty and the uh, non-recognition. And... <laughs> um, I think that it's just... Because so much of comedy is not actually doing the comedy. It's all the other stuff, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I just think... Um, when I'm actually on stage, you know, that's the, that's like the only time I think I'm happy, you know, like when you think about it. You're like, I'm crying inside in front of the mic right now. No, well, here's what I, here's what I love about it. So when I was in New York, I, I saw my old friend and I was asking him how the job was. I was like, oh, that's so cool. You know, you're working on Wall Street. That's like your dream. You've been talking about that since, you know, middle school, like being able to, you know, whatever i don't even know the terminology that's how stupid i am about that kind of thing but i'm like you're doing it. you're living your dream you're living yeah. in manhattan you're doing it and i was like how is it how's the job and he was like honestly i mean what i've come to realize <laughs> is that a job is just a job 
You know, you just do it. Everybody has something that they're decent at. And you do that thing that you're decent at to make some money so that you can live your life the way you want to live your life. Mm -hmm. So he was like, you know, I just wake up every day and I do this thing that I'm, like, good at. And then I go home and then I do it again the next day. And I think that that's kind of what being, like, a grown-up is. Like, an adult. And just, and, I, and I got so depressed. Yeah. Was, oh, my God. That's terrible. That's, and I just... Oh, my God. I felt so bad. And I thought about it. And the my, child in him died. Yeah. That day. Slaughtered. He was assassinated. But I just... I don't know. I was sitting there and I was thinking, like... You know, I think that comedy's hard... Because it's about, you know, it's all about perseverance. And I think that mm -hmm. it just made me realize, oh, okay, well, at least it's something that I love, you know, I, I yeah. care about it. It's all I want to ever think about, talk about, do. So I think that that's my favorite part is I don't ever have to have that mindset because that's terrible. That talk with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what if he wasn't actually a person? Like, what if I was just literally in a bar by myself talking to a mirror? <laughs> I don't know, but it just really bummed me out. Cause then I real I thought about it, and I was like, that's probably the case for ninety five percent of all people. Yeah, and I think yeah. I mean that's why this is so difficult because not many people get to do what they really love. Yeah. And I was just like, holy shit! I don't want to like, man, what <laughs> happened? He's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> But he it, hung himself. Yeah. Autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> I mean. Oh man! But it really it bummed me out. But it, it made me really ap appreciate my life because, mm -hmm. you know, I think you know we're all in it for the the long haul. We've already thrown out the safety net. Like if you're yeah. doing this, you're all in. Yeah. And it's it's nice to to know that you're fighting for something that you know matters and not just something that will help you pay the bills yeah. to continue your pay the bills life. till you die yeah like it's a uh, bummer such a bummer <laughs> oh my god he's doing great <laughs> say his full name <laughs> oh man it just it bummed me out hardcore yeah yep oh man i yeah when you think about People who have like their their real people or adult jobs, mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't talk to like talking to non comedians. Sometimes it they don't. It's hard. It, yeah, it, it bums you out because the yeah. the perspective isn't there. Well, they don't, and they don't get it either, because you know I'm like I'm not a famous comedian, so what am I to those people, you know? I'm yeah. just, like, a kid trying to do something that's kind of silly. <laughs> They're like, so you're not on TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had to... I remember the first time I told my parents that... Like, the first time I had done Meltdown, I was so excited about it. It felt like such a, a huge career milestone. Yeah. And I remember telling my, my parents that I, I got it because I just wanted to give them some good news to, you know, make sure that they're like, okay, she's, she's okay. She's still, there's still a pulse. And so, and so I told them and they were like, uh, are you getting paid? And I, it's just, it's like explaining an SAT score to an alien. Like, if I were to get a 1600, that would mean nothing to an alien. You know, is that perfect on SAT? I don't know. It was when I was in high school. Oh. I think, what is it, like 2400 now? No, I don't know. I don't know SAT. I know ACT because that was... Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 32 was perfect, I think. Was it? I think it was 35. Get your shit together. 
Whatever was perfect, I <laughs> got a 20. <laughs> I got a 20. Three times. I don't even remember my SAT score. I don't think... Holy shit, the baby just moved. That was... Okay, did I imagine that? Well, it's because it, like, the desk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, like, the head, I, I, I saw the body slowly rotate. I was like, holy shit. That was absolutely terrifying. <laughs> That, see that button gonna, on the like, chest? What if you're like the podcast killer? Like, you know how, like... I know. lure people to the podcast, <laughs> and, and then, then I kill yeah. them on the podcast. It's like the new... The That's new why the ratings are so good. Because <laughs> <laughs> no hit. one's caught me yet. What a great theme to a podcast. The last things they've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you market a podcast. <laughs> this is my own cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to that one yet, but... Yeah. As long as the last thing I look at is <coughs> one of those Enrique Iglesias posters. Yep, yep. That's got to be the last you'll thing. Die a happy woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, that button on the on the chest is um, it activates the baby and it laughs for like two minutes straight. And this laugh that they got—that's oh, terrifying. Yeah, and this laugh that they got, like I think they were tickling a child to get this laugh because it's like consistent. <laughs> And then, like, it'll dip a little bit and then go back up and then, like, explode. And it's, oh, man. It I is... want to hear this really badly. Okay. Is this... <laughs> is this... Right. Okay, I'm excited. Oh, no, Darth Vader, no. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to put it over here. Okay. So that it can't attack us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and it vibrates. Of course. Oh my god. This is so creepy. Yep. It looks like it's gonna like lift off of the thing and then come at you laughing. Here we go. <laughs> oh my god. It's a demon baby. That's uh, that's pretty that's pretty intense. <laughs> I know. <coughs> you, you sure you sure did win when you got that. <laughs> I know, right? That is victory. Oh gosh. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring that on stage and just use that for my tight too. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely. It's your showcase set. Yeah. Just put it on the stool, push <laughs> the button, and then talk as if nothing's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's this new thing I'm doing. <sighs> Yikes. Yeah, I didn't even know... <laughs> the only reason why I found out that the button did something is because like, I was like, huh, I wonder... And then I like looked in the Velcro in the back and I was like, oh, there's a spot for batteries back here. <laughs> I wonder if it'll kill me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case the laughing guy, you gotta make sure that that stays alive forever. <laughs> God forbid the baby dies. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. You have a great collection of snacks. Yeah. You've got Pringles. This is my, that's my pantry, I guess. (laughs) That's pretty cool. My open air pantry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a big snack person myself. Yeah. Yeah. I recently, on Thanksgiving Day, was the first time I ever um, smoked the, uh, the marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> and I'm 30. Like, I just, it's new. It's all new. Yeah. I feel like, 
oh, I was making this analogy in my head earlier, and I was like, it's it's as if I found like this brand new amazing car that like works perfectly <laughs> and like turn the keys like no problems at all and i'm telling everyone about it and they're like yeah that's like an 89 corolla like <laughs> nobody cares we've had that car for so long i'm like do you guys know do you guys know yeah. about it's this power car? steering <laughs> I think that that is just proof that the marijuana is working. <laughs> You're making this this uh, beautiful analogy. analogy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like an allegory of life. It's like if you dive into this pool of the 89 Corolla, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I. Um, oh, yeah. So the, that's come in handy for <laughs> yeah. the snack pile. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> got your emergency stash of snacks. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the Oreos right right next to my desk. Yeah, you can't. Those can't be too far. <laughs> I used to do this really weird thing with Oreos where I would, I would separate the the top and bottom cookie, and then I would scrape off the frosting, frosting and then I would roll it into a ball, huh. and then put it to the side, and then eat the cookies, and then keep doing that, and keep adding to the ball, and make like a really big ball of cream and then I would look forward to it and then like when I was done with my snacking for the afternoon I would I would eat the big ball of cream oh it sounds amazing it was was, you know it was a big day it was how I could could measure my you know abilities eat it and I would show it off like I remember I would walk around and be like look Look at my ball of cream! Look what I accomplished! <laughs> You're like the size of an apple. <laughs> just like, just eating. A disgusting... I have diabetes now. <laughs> but it was, this doesn't end well. This is, a, this is a sad story. It's a slippery slope. But yeah, I remember, oh, I was so excited about about that. It's the coolest things when you're a kid. Like I, That I is to, what I think is cool, by the way. I thought you were going in the direction that I used to do, where I would separate both mm-hmm. cookies off and I would eat the one cookie and I would yeah I would slide the the, the frosting cr- off but yeah. like I would try and maintain the shape yeah so yeah, that yeah. was still in like cookie form so yeah. then I'd eat the both sides of the cookie and then I would eat the cream just by itself right in disc form in disc form that was a very exciting moment when you would separate the cookie and then it just as a disc yeah would without any sort of interruption yeah yeah that was a perfect that was a perfect break <laughs> That's why I got into this business. But, no. uh, yeah, that was very exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, good times with Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's how I talk to people at parties. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you eat your Oreos? That is how awkward I am at parties. I don't know how to talk to people. Here's the thing I learned. Um, when you're at... Because I just, there was, like, recently this, like, big party for a bunch of comedians at the Virgil, and it was so loud. Like, they just blasted the music, and everybody was shouting. It's the worst. I felt like I was screaming (laughs) the top of my lungs to people who were standing right Right next next to me. And and so I let off every conversation by going, this is horrible! (laughs) And no one liked that. Really? I was just being honest, but everybody was just like, oh, well, then why are you here? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I would play this game where I would see what inappropriate things I could say with no one hearing me. Yeah. That was pretty funny. But I just, I don't know how to, 
See, I used to be a really, really big sports fan. Like, I was really into baseball for a really long time. And okay. that's how I would communicate with people. But now I kind of am not into it as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And so now I don't have, like, a thing that can be my go-to, like, this is awkward, let's talk. So now I'm going to use this Oreo thing. <laughs> this is going to be how I make friends. How do you eat Oreo? <laughs> I just end... I, I just I always, imagine you enter the room with the giant ball of... Hey, anybody wondering how this came about? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Who has questions? I have answers. Lisa Best, I'm here for you. I'll be here all evening in the corner crying. Looks like an apple, right? It's because I shaped it that way. <laughs> yeah, I have all kinds of skills. That's going to be all I'm going to be able to do is talk about snacks. I like enter every party with snacks. <laughs> They're like, you can't bring that in here. They're like, no, no, it's okay. This no, is my thing. Yeah, this is my, yeah, this is me. This is my shtick. <laughs> this is my thing. I'm like Carrot Top, but yeah. with actual carrots. <laughs> I don't know how to, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know how to talk to people. Somebody help me. I need snacks. Yeah. <laughs> so what, uh, what's like a big, big, uh. Big... I like how you're showing me with your hands. This means this, big. Yeah. <laughs> separated far apart that's big that means big when i can't go any further that's the biggest you're about to just take flight (laughs) you had like your wings i just start floating and then shaking and then laughing and then you're like no this is the part where i die i guess this is the part of the podcast where we flap around (laughs) (laughs) we're hovering you can't see it <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying? I interrupted yeah. you. Uh, your, your wingspan distracted. Big, me. Uh, big, uh, like career slash gig slash thing that you could uh, reach and or that you want to. <laughs> I'm still doing it. I'm still doing the hands outstretched thing. I don't know. It's a habit. It just looks like you're trying to hug a ghost. <laughs> he's a very friendly ghost, but he's very fat. He's yeah. very. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that wine. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It's okay. I mean, he had the weight problem. <laughs> well, he was alive. He doesn't have to worry about <laughs> it now. It's turned real dark. Right? <laughs> Not only is he a ghost, but he's overweight and unhappy. It's like, what else can we do to him? You're dead. You're sad. You're large. <laughs> now and get out of here. I can't hug you. You're transparent. Get out of here. I can't fit through the doorway. You're a ghost. Go through it. <laughs> Ghost problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the question. Big, big, I did it again. Big uh, aspirations, like, uh, what? Wait, what are my aspirations? Yeah. Dad? No, <laughs> Honestly, it, see, when I first, when I first, like, started thinking about comedy, I just... I've, I just I've ever wanted to be good, you know? Like, yeah. I just want to be a good comic. And I think that to be financially secure, I think, is my dream. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about anything other than being able to afford food and rent. That's it. Like, that's... With, with, with comedy. comedy money. Not yeah. with Wall Street and other... Right, yeah. Real people... Air, air quotes, <laughs> real people jobs. Yeah. To just... <coughs> my... my I, I just want to work. You know, that's yeah. it. I don't care. Like, if I'm doing that, then I've accomplished everything. I just want to be able to, like, it was, I was at a, uh, I was visiting my brother, like, a, I don't know, like a year and a half ago, and we were, we went into this, um, 
store. It was like an HBO store in Manhattan where it had like a bunch of like I don't know like what? really weird like <laughs> like all these like HBO shows had like merchandise. So it was like Game of Thrones like T-shirts and mugs and okay. shot glasses okay. and I don't know weird <coughs> shit. And like we got, we went in and we were looking at stuff and he saw this like T-shirt that he really liked and he was like oh this is really cool I'm gonna buy this and I was like what what do you mean <laughs> he was like yeah, I'm just gonna buy this I was like really you can. You can just do that? <laughs> you can just, on a whim, make a purchase? What do you mean? Oh, is that what these symbols mean? <laughs> like, I'm, like, looking at the price tag, like, I thought it was some sort of hieroglyphic. <laughs> like, do not touch. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I realized, like, when I go to place stores, it's like I'm at a museum. Like, I... Yeah. It doesn't even yeah. occur to me that I can purchase you can look, something. But you cannot touch. <laughs> you cannot take this home. <laughs> and I think like that kind of like when I, I remember just standing there and being like, Oh my god, that's like a thing people do. They can just buy things. <laughs> yeah. And I think like if I could ever get to the point where I'm doing comedy and I can go and buy a t shirt, I'm doing it. Like I'm killing it. Yeah. Just to work and be financially uh, secure. Yeah, I, um, same, same type of goal. Like, cause I want to do, I want to do comedy. Like I never want to retire. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing that I, I left a job to move up here. Mm-hmm. Like I had some savings or whatever. And then I was like, I'm leaving. And they were like, what? Like I gave mm-hmm. two months notice for them to like fully get someone to replace me, whatever. Like yeah. my job wasn't that hard but it was important like what'd you do that's why i could do it without a degree i uh i made labels for this medical clinical diagnostics place okay and so like they would there were like people with like doctorate degrees and like phds and stuff making like fake like poop and pee and stuff to run through our machines (laughs) to make sure that it would work on other people's machines at like doctor's offices and hospitals and whatever <laughs> they aced trig yeah 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 oh yeah and and physics probably <laughs> i don't know <clears throat> but yeah so i just made the labels i was like i'm the label guy mm-hmm. and it was really comfortable mm-hmm. and there was like benefits and they were like we have a great 401k plan mm-hmm. and people would ask me when i was telling them that i was leaving like but what about like the or even before, like, mm-hmm. um, maybe like a year before when I knew that I was going to leave, mm-hmm. um, they were like, Doug, you can't afford not to like put money into the 401k. <laughs> Why don't you want to retire? And I was like, no. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that concept always blows me away. People, you essentially, you work so that you can retire. Yeah. That's all you, the whole point of work is so that you can work so that you don't have to work. Yeah. Ugh. And that, it always, no. It always blows my mind. It's, yeah. like, it's like you're working so that you don't have to. Yeah. Work is such a big, it takes up so much of your life. Like just yeah. live your life. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. Like not everybody can, um, yeah. you know, because what we're doing, we're stupid is what we are. <laughs> We're naive. We're very we're, naive. We're, we're dumb. <laughs> and n- not everybody, um, not everybody wants to risk their entire livelihood, mm-hmm. you know, which makes sense. 
but some people are are, uh, are too dumb to care. <laughs> I don't know. I always think, like, what Jim Carrey said, I th- that, that always resonated with me. Like, when he, he talked about his dad and how his dad could have been a comedian but was too afraid of failing, so he never tried, so yeah. he became an accountant or something, and <sighs> and ultimately he got fired from that. And then Jim Carrey, I th- the line, he, it was so poignant. He was like... It, if you can, um, if you can fail at something you hate, why not try to do something that you love? And I always good. thought that was really, and you know, you know, real, real concise, real good there, Jim. Words, words of wisdom from yeah. Jim Carrey. And that's true, because I mean, you can do any job, you can learn most skills yeah. to work a job. So it's like, you know what? If I'm gonna go up in flames. And do one of those. Like, I'm at least going to fail first. Like, I need to, yeah. I'm going to, I have to be a complete and utter failure before I can, you know, do anything like that. But even then, I'm still going to keep going. Of course, <laughs> like, yeah. I did, I did the desk job in college and I just, now that I can, now that I've seen what, that yeah. there's an option to not do the desk job. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't ever go back. <laughs> not at all. It's impossible. I can't. Like, I've seen the other side of the hill. I'm not going back. Yeah. yeah no, no. Terrible. No, thank you. No. Uh, um, the whole Jim Carrey thing. Yeah, didn't he, like, write a million dollar check to himself or something? And then one day he was able to cash it? Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I did a thing. The first time I got paid doing stand-up, I put it in an envelope. And I had everybody at the comedy club who was still there sign it you put what in an envelope the money that i was given oh, okay. for yeah like it for was, your first paid gig yeah my first i mean i was i was like <clears throat> i think i was 18 and i had hosted a you know an evening i think it was for ralphie may or no no that was the second it was there was this headliner for the comedy club i worked at named valerie storm she's very funny and she was the headliner and i was the mc for that weekend mm. And it was like 60 bucks, I think, or maybe 80 bucks. And it was the first time I got paid doing stand. I remember when the manager gave me the money, I was like, oh my God, what? (laughs) I just did that. Really? I get money? This is great. (laughs) This is it. And so I was like, you know what? So I put in an envelope after I had everybody sign it. You didn't know you were going to get paid? I did, but just okay, but yeah, just the seeing money, it, in, it yeah, just, yeah, it was unbelievable, and so I put it, it moving in your direction, yeah, like for me, <laughs> and I put it in the envelope, and I, I like frame, it's in like a frame, and mm. I always told myself that I'm not, I'm not gonna open it until I get my first late night is when I'm gonna uh. open it, and but I can't tell you how many times I've been like, I could really use that sixty bucks, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I've just stared at it like I'm real hungry. <laughs> <I> could, <laughs> really use some money but i've stayed strong but that's like my little thing i did for myself so that just to torture myself but yeah that was cool i kind of i'm excited to open it because i want to see is it like a glass frame so you can see the money in there or it's in an envelope you said yeah yeah oh, okay it's a gla- glass envelope <laughs> no it's in a it's in an envelope and i wrote like I wrote like. It's one of those envelopes. It's made of glass. There's glass yeah, hinges so that it closes. Yeah, one of those. But I wrote, um, I wrote like hope on it, and then I get the feature act. He like crossed it out and wrote like destiny on it. So I have I have it in a thing, and I and I and I have it next to like a photograph of a microphone. I'm a real nerd. And then just whenever you know things get hard, I just look at that. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I didn't even think I could make any money doing stand-up. Now yeah. I'm making some money. Now I just have to make enough to live. Yeah. So, you know, it's just go, you know, it goes up. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm probably going to spend that money. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's 
been my goal to not open that until my first late night. Cool. So what do you what do you do now for work? Like, do you do comedy for work? Yeah. Like gigs here and there, and mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I'm starting to do <coughs> a little bit more colleges, so that Ooh. helps. Yeah, I'm hoping. Naka. I haven't gone NACA? to Naka yet. My college agent, like I've been, I've been submitting for it a couple times now, but uh, she's really great, and so I've been able to start doing more of that and a lot more road work. Cool. It's been fun. I just got off a, little, a tour with with um with Dave Stone and Ryan Singer, and that was so much fun. Ryan Singer, the director. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Wait, that's Brian Wait, Singer, right? Ryan didn't tell me that. <laughs> which which guy is X Men? Is that Ryan Singer? Is it? I don't know. I'm so bad at that. I don't know anything. <laughs> I could I could tell you who played for the 1927 Yankees. Who? But I can't. Tell you. <laughs> but, I need to know that right now. <laughs> But yeah, no, Ryan Singer, he's an amazing comedian. Oh, God, he's so funny. So is Dave. And so, yeah, we just did some shows in the South. That was really fun. Maybe cool. Little, Where was the bit. tour? Like, uh... uh, It was the Atlanta area. Okay. So we did, like, Atlanta, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Athens, Asheville. It was it really funny if you are like, Atlanta, South Atlanta, <laughs> um, just north of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. So I'm starting to get on the road a little bit more, which is... Which is uh, fun to be able to get out did you guys fly out to there and then like you rented a car and just i flew dave drove he was doing a longer tour i met him like midway through because i I had to do like a whole thing i had to go to new york and all that stuff so i flew and then did like a whole thing traveled so there were three of you three per night then and then Mm -hmm. um is it middle feature headline well, we kind of, it was a weird thing where I, Dave was doing the Atlanta Improv and he had asked me if I wanted to open for him at the Atlanta Improv. Yeah. And I said, okay. And then this guy uh, named Gilbert Lawland, I don't know if you know him, he's so funny. He's mm-hmm. in New York now, but he's originally an Atlanta guy. He found out that I was coming. He's like, oh, I'll get you a bunch of like headlining dates. And so I was like, okay, great. Whoa. And then Dave ended up helping me out and helped me like book some of these like headlining dates. And he was like, okay, well, you know what? I'll open for you on those dates. Yeah. And, then, and then Ryan ended up joining us and then did a little. So we, it was kind of fun. Like where so I got to open like for Dave. So there's like a switcheroo type. Yeah, yeah. And like... it was really fun. I got to open for Dave and then and then Dave um, did like open for me for some of the shows and then Ryan did some like guest spots because he was on another tour yeah. so it was just really fun cool like we got to worlds collided and then yeah it's um, fun doing comedy with friends yeah it's really <laughs> it would suck it's to do nice having friends <laughs> I like friends friends are great they're just, right they're just invisible <laughs> Dave and Ryan don't even know who I am <laughs> just, I'm just by myself talking <laughs> Like, who the hell is Lisa? <laughs> Why does she keep talking about it? So how much time was like headlining spots? Um, it would vary because they were some of them, you know, were like thirty minutes. Some of them were like forty-five. Nice. It just depended on the on the place. Yeah. But it was really fun. I just like uh, you know just being able to tell more strangers how sad I am. <laughs> no, it was it was a blast, and I got to meet a lot of other really cool comedians and. Um, in Atlanta, there's this really uh, awesome show called uh, Star Bar. Mm-hmm. It's a, I've heard of it. It's heard unbelievable, it. and I got to I got to close 
star bar and it was really funny because i look like a child like i look like a <laughs> seven-year-old who's just lost <laughs> and so the guy the guy that runs that show his name is rodney and he had never seen me before he was just taking word of mouth like dave had recommended me and ryan recommended like let she's she's a closer let her close yeah and he was like okay and then so i think his <laughs> intro for me was like all right so it's a long show there's like 15 comics okay it's really long and and it, he's like a hard ass like bearded punk rock dude takes that comedy show really seriously like opens the show by being everybody shut the fuck up comedy's about to start it's like this biker bar really cool atmosphere and then boom when he brought me up he was like alright so uh your headliner um well we've had a really great show tonight and I don't know how she can follow it I don't know much about her but I've heard she's good give it up for Lisa <laughs> and oh man it's one of the best sets I've ever had it was so much fun mm-hmm I just think that people are always surprised because I do look like a kid. Like, I feel like I just want to have, like, pigtails and an overall with, like, a lollipop. Hello! I've arrived! I want a cupcake now! But yeah, but it's it's always fun going out of town and people seeing, like, a, a People not knowing girl. what to expect, yeah, and then... Yeah, because there's not... I forget, because there's so many funny uh, women in Los Angeles, and I forget how... Are there... There's so many. <laughs> no, there's not. God, there's so many. And so, Psych, and, ladies. <laughs> I know you're funny. But like going going to these other towns, like there's there's so there's even fewer, you know, because mm. everybody who's here or in New York, there it's like everybody who wanted to, you know, lose their lives and came here. Yeah. So it's kind of like everybody who's the most driven. And then when you go back to these smaller towns, like there's so much, there's so much fewer girls yeah so it's um like some of the scenes i didn't have any and then some had like a couple and then everyone was just shocked that there was they're like so what who what's going on (laughs) just so confused so it's fun like it's fun like smashing expectations in that sense of just being like you're a child (laughs) breaking the barrier um is it breaking the glass ceiling is that one of the um is that the expression i don't know, I don't know. well i don't even i always think hear it's the glass that. ceiling and i'm like what, what does that mean <laughs> i don't even think it's that like because i mean there, it's not like i'm doing anything special it's just there's just their there's, expectations are yeah lower, and yeah. i think it's because I, I also look young and i think i am young and so i think that people just get confused well like, you just you turned eight so exactly. <laughs> eight and three quarters <laughs> Where's my candy? Yeah. <laughs> I say that now. I don't think I'll ever get too old for that. Yeah. Love how, how old are you? Can I... Do you mind me asking? Um, Almost 25. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you've been doing comedy for seven years? Well, I started very young. When I was 15, <coughs> I did a... I, I, I was preparing for, like, a talent show, and I would have all these, like jokes i would write them down and i'd run to my parents bedroom at night and read my jokes <laughs> and i remember them just being like oh my god <laughs> this is terrible awesome. like my mom couldn't hire somebody else to tell me i was shit <laughs> i remember she one of takes the- you to a comedy yeah. club and she's like can somebody can tell you- her <laughs> but but uh, man i just loved it so much and then i my my one my friend wanda i had a friend named wanda and she and her parents had like she a fish okay (laughs) she had like a family reunion but they only spoke spanish 
And I remember, like, I performed at this family reunion. In English. With my shitty jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is not, you know, there's, like, a hostel you can perform at in Santa Monica for a bunch of German people. So it's fun. Yeah. You know, memories. But I remember, like, one of my jokes was something like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I went to a, a birthday party, and there was a clown, and he sneezed, and his nose fell out, so... Be careful if you sneeze, because then your nose might fall off. <laughs> and I would just, like, wait. I'd wait for the laughs. Like, I would look at them with my stare. Like, laugh! And everybody would laugh. It's funny, right? Next joke! Like, <laughs> I was, uh... Yeah, I started really young, but then I... And then I didn't start getting, you know, serious about it until I was, like, 18. Yeah. And, like, I, you know, I think I start. I became, like, a house MC at 19, at the comedy club at my mm. in the in Tallahassee. Okay. So, but yeah, I don't know. I, I started young, but I think. I think it was valuable. Like even the stupid like little talent shows I did. I think everything kind of, impacted, how I do it now. You know, because it takes a long time. Yeah. I think to. To find your voice. Yeah, and to and be to, comfortable. Yeah. And to not give a shit yep. about what anybody thinks. Yep. You know, I think that takes <sighs> the most time. I love. Uh, like that that feeling when you're just kind of on stage mm-hmm. and you're like well i'm just going to say what's on my mind like <laughs> talk about some of these jokey jokes and whatever yeah. if they laugh they laugh and if they don't like whatever yeah i'll, com- I'll comment on it maybe but yeah, yeah. absolutely um, i remember when i was like 12 maybe what grade is like or what age is like 7th grade I think you're 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. When I was like 12. So it was like three years ago for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, was yesterday. <laughs> um, me and my buddy uh, were trying to get into the school's talent show. Mm-hmm. And we auditioned. There was no audition process. <laughs> we auditioned by singing a Weird Al song. And we were just going to like sing this Weird Al song. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get in and I was like oh (laughs) the next year I went in with another buddy this is all part of the story yeah I don't know if you could hear that on the podcast it sounded like gunshots or something (laughs) like a a water gun yeah (laughs) is that how is that how dangerous it is in this is in this neighborhood you just hear like somebody tapping and oh my god the tapping Uh! Gunshot! Duck. Uh, so yeah, the following year, went in with another buddy, and then we made up parody lyrics to Home on the Range. Mm-hmm. It was Home on the School, where every every guy flirts like a fool, where seldom is heard a non-flirtatious word, like, hey Doug, your head doesn't feel like a peach. Because at the time I had buzzed buzzed haircut like all the time uh-huh. and girls would come up and feel it and be like oh it's so <laughs> soft like a peach like so we didn't get into that talent <laughs> show either <laughs> you persevered yeah and then freshman year of high school i remember um there was no talent show or anything but in english class we had to decide on a career Mm-hmm. At 14 years old. Yeah, that like, seems young. <laughs> yeah. That's why no one's happy. <laughs> I know. If I got to pick my career at 14, I'd be an ice cream truck driver. <laughs> and probably and a man. <laughs> I'd be a male ice cream truck driver. <laughs> what, 
what I chose was, um, I was like, I want to be an actor and I want to be a comedian. And then there, the point of this was they were going to bring in someone from those fields to talk to them, mm-hmm. talk to the kids about the <laughs> career choice. And so they were like, well, we couldn't find an actor, but we found a comedian. Like, you, are you sure you want to, are you sure you want to, uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. And so then the comedian comes in and he's talking to me and he's like, so you sure you want to do this? <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I want to be a comedian. He was like, it's a really hard, it's a really hard job. And I was like, I don't care. I want to be a comedian. I want to make people laugh. And he was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. This was in like Cincinnati area. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I, yeah, it's never, I've never not wanted to make people laugh. Yeah. I used to use school <coughs> as performance. I had a I was in a contemporary literature class in high school. I think it was 11th grade. I had a teacher named Ms. Rowe. And it, all, it was kind of an elective where all you'd have to do is read a book and then you'd have to do a presentation on the book. And I would just use that as performance. I wouldn't even read the book most of the time. I just loved perf- like performing in front of the class. Yeah. Like I would just tell jokes and stuff and <laughs> make the class laugh and even the teacher laugh. And sometimes she would forget to give us homework. Because nice. I would distract her, yeah. and then it got to the point. You were where, killing. Yeah, it got to the point where she told me that if I shut up, like for the whole class, she would let me. She'd just give me five minutes at the end of class, and I would <laughs> joke around and tell jokes, and, that, and that's how I wrote a lot of like my earliest bits. Was it, was I tested it out in contemporary literature? It was so much fun. Wait, where? What? How old was this schooling? Would, uh... I was in high school. I, oh. I, think it was, I think it was 11th grade. It might have been senior. It was either 11th grade or 12th grade. So she's like, and now everybody, Lisa Best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I was always, I was always trying to make people laugh. And then I, when I started comedy, I stopped doing that. I became really introverted. <laughs> like in college at parties, I was always trying to you know that was my stage time then i think i realize that now like i i was always trying to make people laugh and stuff and then as soon as i had comedy as soon as i had that outlet yeah i was like nobody talk to me yeah because <laughs> i'm like really shy now <laughs> i don't know it was it flipped but think about it like what if today you had to go talk to a 12 year old kid who wants to be a comedian like what would you say to him uh, <laughs> well okay so i'd be like all right um, do you have any jokes? Like, tell me, tell me a joke. You're going to make him run his set? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Showcase. <laughs> Tag five. I'll give you the light at four. Let's do this, whippersnapper. It's like, tell me a joke, and I'll tell you if it was funny or not. <laughs> or you'll just know by my expression. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably... You can't let me make him run a set. That's so- <laughs> That's so funny. Like, he's gonna be good. What if he blows you away? Yeah. Like, what if he's and then I'd like, be like, holy shit. I have to kill this kid. <laughs> no one can know. I'm gonna Man. take all his jokes. What would I... I think, like, if I, twel- if I had to talk to a 12-year-old kid about doing comedy, I think... I think the first thing I would... I think I would just be like, is there anything else that you want to do that, that you think would make you as happy? And yeah. if there is... Because I, I did that. Like, when I... Because I made, like, a... <coughs> I sat down at the comedy club, like, before I graduated, and I was like, okay. I made a list. It's like, is there anything... Because I was like, okay, am I going to do this as a career, or am I going to do this as a hobby? I need yeah. to make a decision. And I thought, like, I had all these different things that I had thought about doing growing up. Like, I wanted to be a baseball broadcaster for a really long time. It's like, if there's anything that I can do that would make me just as happy, 
probably not happier, but just as happy that I'm going to do that. Yeah. But then I, there was nothing that I was like, this is, will be just as good of a life. And I was like, all right. Cause I think you can only risk it if it's the only thing. Yeah. You know? So I think that's what I tell a 12 year old kid. And the 12 year old kid was like, you're weird. And then, <laughs> and then and run, run away. Like, Leave me alone. <laughs> Teacher, she won't stop talking to me. Who is this lady? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's trying to be deep and meaningful, but she's scaring me. You're just going into schools yeah. and talking to kids. <laughs> like they even, they're not even asking yeah, you to. I'm like, invited. hey, come here. I have some shit to tell you. Hey. Are you sure you want to do comedy? I want to be a biologist. Shut up. You want to do comedy, right? (laughs) Yeah. That would be cool. (sighs) Yeah. Another, another tipping point for me is when I first moved out to San Diego, I was like, I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to be a starving artist. Mm -hmm. I'm going to like play gigs and like be like, whatever, (laughs) maybe be in a band. And, like, I self-released a CD and everything, put a lot of work into it, and then a lot, like, a lot of my songs have, like, little twinges where I'm, like, I want to, like, not even, like, I want to make people laugh in this song, but, like, that's just how it happened organically, and then, so I was, like, I need to do stand-up, and then Mm -hmm. I did stand-up, and then I just, like, focused less on music, Mm -hmm. less and less, and then, yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I still write music, but not not as often mm-hmm. at all. Well, if you want, I'll hold some vision tryouts. <laughs> I'll consider it. Can you play a tambourine? Because I have one. <laughs> Can you probably keep not. a beat? <laughs> probably not. I'm terrible. I have a harmonica. All you have to do is breathe out and in. I Can it. you do I, that? When I, first, when I first moved here, I think one of the <coughs> one of the first like open mics I did was at the Rainbow Room, and it's mm-hmm. an all arts mic. And I went right after this band, and it was the band was a, was a singer, a drummer, a guitar player, and a guy who played the harmonica. And at the end of my like at the end of their set, they brought me up while they were still putting away all of their instruments, yeah. and the poor drummer had to like put up. Like, it took him my whole set to put all of his shit away. Uh, and the harmonica guy, all he had to do was put the thing in his pocket. <laughs> and I was like, that's it. That's what you do. Don't be a drummer. Get so much work. What are you doing, idiot? Can you guys help me with my gear? Really Sorry, do- man. You're the one who's the drummer. Yeah, this is your fault. <laughs> Deal with it. And I just remember being like, man, that harmonica guy, he fucking knows his shit. He's a, he's a, he's a career planner. <laughs> That's some that's some longevity thinking. And that's all I talked about my whole set, and everyone was like, "Okay, can you move on?" I was like, "No, I got more to say." I got more to say. Is the drummer still putting his gear? All right. It was very uncomfortable. Just like the whole like it's like I was like performing in like the basement. Like everybody was above me. Like I felt like I was like literally in timeout, and everybody was, and then this guy's just putting away his drums, and I was just like narrating. I was like, and then he puts the third one away. <laughs> it was really uncomfortable. I was like, this is going to be L.A. comedy. <laughs> Me in a basement. Wait, Rainbow Room? I still haven't been to that one. Um, I used to go to shows all the time, too, to see live music. And so I'd go mm-hmm. to the Roxy. Yeah. I went to the Key Club. I went to it before when it was Knitting Factory, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Fonda. Mm-hmm. Um house of blues but oh yeah so you did comedy at house of blues was that like 
an all comedy show or yeah it was all comedy and from what I've heard it's actually a really good show I think it was just an off night so oh, okay. I, I don't want to bash the show I mean the guy <laughs> that puts it together Brian uh, is very nice and it was fine it was just it was an off night like usually they do it on Fridays and they did it on Thursday instead. so they they normally have like a all comedy night yeah weekly yeah oh, and cool. he puts on good comics and 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 he's awesome and it's a cool room. It was just an off night, and so I don't think there's usually loud music happening on oh, the days yeah, of the comedy yeah. show. Yeah. So this particular day, it was just really loud, and nobody or... could hear. Yeah. And it was usually on shit shows. I have a good time because it's like because like wanna, yeah, nothing matters. Yeah, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. But I just could. I was so. <laughs> I was like trying to scream over the like someone, <laughs> someone like me. Like I was just over. And Look over. at this cream apple. It Look was, at yeah, it. it was terrible. <laughs> Oh man, it was it was it was real bad, but. Uh, I yeah, I still haven't been to that House of Blues. I've been to the one in Anaheim, which is like in downtown Disney. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I think this one's closing. Really? I th- I heard. Uh, I mean, I tend it's that way. Is like it matters. Right west. No, no, you're right. Blue. It's actually that way. Yeah. But yeah, I heard I heard that it might be closing, so I don't know. Hmm. I tend to only know part of the truth, so it's possible that that's not what they say. Yeah. But when people talk, I, I listen for part of it. So a lot of the information I have is only half. Yeah. They're like, no, we're not closing. We're having a grand reopening. <laughs> we're, <coughs> we're closing today. Closing time, and we will reopen tomorrow, per usual. And I'm just like, yeah, they're done. Yeah, they're closed. Out of business. <laughs> out. Out. <laughs> yeah. I'm Brian. I'm the manager. Brian's dead. Something happened to Brian. <laughs> I only know half of everything. Clearly there's a miscommunication here. Nope, nope. I heard it right. Yeah. This is, something's wrong. Everything's fine. We're closing the door. You're closing everything. I, I know. I, I'm not good at listening. That's a problem. So, uh, so what's... What's up and coming for you? Sets and stuff to plug? You got stuff? Wait, uh, hold on. This is going to come out January 2nd. So keep that in mind. Hmm. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm actually going to San Diego, but it's before that. Oh, so how did it go? It went great. <laughs> I was wonderful. Where'd you perform? Uh, the Madhouse Comedy Club. Okay, that's a fun one. I've been, I've done that yeah, one a couple times. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm yeah. going Friday and Saturday <laughs> with uh my buddy Baron Baron Vaughn. Yeah. He's uh yeah, so that's gonna be fun. It went really well. I got um, <laughs> standing out. I got everything. All of my dreams came true. <laughs> I now have a house. And uh, yeah, no. Um, so I'm trying to think. I'm doing Meltdown in February. Nice. February fourth. That's on a Wednesday, everyone. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to be in Indianapolis on January twenty fourth. I don't know. Does it matter? Do you need to look up your tour dates? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. There's someone right now listening to this, and they're like, "Just know your tour dates, so I can write them down." Well, I have a website. <laughs> I have a website. What's your website? It's uh, LisaBestComedy.com. Because okay. someone else took LisaBest.com, and, uh, yeah, Jerk. real butthole. So, I like how <laughs> I assume it's a guy. I don't know why. <laughs> like, why there's a dude. He's a real jerk. <laughs> He's a real misogynist. 
Watch like I bought it when I was drunk once and I just don't remember. <laughs> or it's someone from back in high school. It's the Wall Street guy. Oh, damn him. He did it just to... We get you're not happy, but don't ruin it for everyone else. Mike! Um, oh. um, yeah, lisabestcomedy.com. I have, I'm trying to do the Twitter thing better. I'm so bad at it. I hate it. I can't stand it. Every time I tweet, I'm like angry. Like I have like a scowl. <laughs> I hate that it's a thing that people care about. Yeah. I, I was that way for a long time It's like Twitter. homework. I treat it like homework. Like, I have to do, like, one tweet a day. Like, I, no, I don't, no. like, communicate. No, I can't stand it. I can't stand it. You don't have to but do so one tweet a day. But so follow me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> at Lisa Best? It's uh, at Lisa Best Comedy. Uh, someone took at Lisa Best on Twitter, too? Yeah. Or you just wanted to keep it consistent? I think I think someone took it, because I remember trying Lisa Best first. Someone took at Doug Culp. Really? There's, like, so few Doug Culps. Can you do, can you do, like... Because I know it's the at sign, but can you, yeah. what if you did like at, like you wrote at Doug Culp? Oh, at, at Doug Culp? Yeah. I don't want to do that. Pixel, <laughs> it's, it's the new trend. Yeah, I'm terrible at Twitter, but I love, I'm trying I love how, to be better at it. I love how TJ Miller's is at not TJ Miller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love TJ. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's my Twitter thing. I'm really bad at it. I think my thing is, like, I hate this. Like, I think that that's, like, my bio. <laughs> I'm so bad. Because I'm not, like, I'm not a one-liner. And my thoughts are so weird that yeah. I feel like, for the most part, people are like, I think she's trying to tell us something. Like, <laughs> it's like a dog who's trying to communicate. Like, I don't know how to do it. It's only 140 characters, but I think she needed 140 more. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, like, I think at one point, like, I just, like, I think I just wrote, like, a bunch of words like yellow blue bird squirrel <laughs> follow me on twitter <laughs> i'm good at it because i do the words and stuff i'm terrible at it but yeah so i post my shows there and on facebook so so hopefully i'll have stuff to post <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean twitter it's a it's a it's an okay tool for whatever yeah. Yeah. especially if you have like a little tiny thought that you just want to like yeah get out there into the world yeah and then you get a favorite and you're like huh yeah because well, every time i think of the joke <coughs> i'll start like i'll start tw- like writing a tweet composing a tweet i don't know how the word is sure i, I start acquiring my tweets <laughs> i and start then, filling yeah. my ink well and yeah I, <laughs> <laughs> but i and then i stop and i'm like actually this is can be a funny bit and yeah. then i'll delete it and then i'll write it in my notebook and I'll work like so. It's but if you start it, like, I don't oh. like doing. Oh, I don't like. You don't doing like that. spoilers. Well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, all my fans are, are ravenous <laughs> for my material. Lisa, oh, <laughs> why'd you have to tell me the premise on Twitter? <laughs> Spoiler alert! I said on Friday. <laughs> but no, I don't like that. I there's so many people that that I know that just do this their tweets verbatim. Like there's this new thing yeah. going on where people literally take out their phones and, and read, read their Twitter I'm on like, what stage. Are you doing? Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! And so I don't know that bothers me. But I'm not a one-liner, so when I do come up with an idea, it'll turn into like a four-minute thing about something that I shouldn't be talking about for four minutes <laughs> like the dinner bit like the, do i have a dinner bit with the the olive and the... oh right yeah like something like that so it's like i can't really do that in one line anyway was so I'm just how much of that story was true 100 percent. that actually happened to me that happened to me when i was waiting i was at a z's pizza and i was doing i was featuring it in claremont z pizza z pizza what i've heard it? of it i've heard of it yes 
I'm changing it. Um, but yeah, it was at, it was before, I was doing Flappers Claremont, like I was featuring there, and I got there early, so I went to this place to eat, and then it happened, and then I went to the green room at Flappers, and, I, and the headliner was Michael Palasak who's awesome. He's a great comic. And I just, I, like, told him what happened. I was still struck by I was shocked by the whole encounter. And he was like, that's so funny. You need to talk about that. And I just did it on stage those two nights. And I was like, oh, this is pretty funny. That's what the cool part about being a comedian is. Anything that's terrible is awesome. Can be a bit. Yeah, so whenever I'm in, like, a miserable situation, I'm like, this will be great. This will be real great. If I ever got kidnapped, I'm like, oh, in a week. <laughs> oh, you just wait. This is going to be real funny. This is going to be so good. Yeah. Can you say something else mean? I, did, I didn't catch that last week. <laughs> what are you writing? Where'd you get that pen and paper? <laughs> get it. Give me that. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. But yeah, that, that was 100% true. Yeah, there's definitely been moments where I'm like, this is going to be terrible. But I have to follow through <laughs> for the story. Yeah. For later. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like making a podcast. I mean, this is all. <laughs> Every episode is just to talk about it on stage later. I mean. <laughs> of course. This is cool. I can't believe I actually legitimately thought this was a TV show. <laughs> I don't have cable either. I just have internet. But... It's just like, it's just... Oh, it's my voice. Oh, look, it goes up, and then it goes down, and then it goes up, and then it goes down. This is fun. If you guys can see this right now, oof. <laughs> oh man, you would totally get it. It's the little things that make me happy. <laughs> cool. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so baseball, I mean, I know you already plugged stuff and everything, but <laughs> um, Where, where'd your love of baseball come from? Your It came from... From your pops. Well, my... Everybody in my family at the time when I was growing up, including my dog, were from New York. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a dog named Gypsy, and she was from New York. So I was the only one born in Florida. And I forget initially how... Because that's why I'm a Yankee fan, okay. as opposed to, like, a Marlins fan. But I don't actually remember how it happened, but I just became addicted. I was obsessed. For years, I didn't miss a game. I had, like, the MLB.TV thing when it first Ooh. came out. It still sucked, and it was, like, buffering. You couldn't you couldn't watch archived games back then, so I would Whoa. I would never do anything. I would never hang out with friends. Like people would be like, "We're going to the movies." I'm like, "No, I have a game. Seven o'clock, sharp. I gotta be there." And then and and I just my whole life revolved around. I would keep score. I would print out scorecards and I would score each game. And then I would sometimes I would mute the game and broadcast it. What like to myself? Oh. I was a real treat growing That's- up. And and I it was just my whole life. I, it's all I cared about. I had, like, an encyclopedia of anyone who had ever worn pinstripes, and I just knew stats of anybody. I was a big fan of the history of the game. I'd watch ESPN classics all the time, biographies, <laughs> documentaries. I just was obsessed. My favorite player was uh, Phil Rizzuto, and when he died, I wore a black armband around my arm for, like, a month. It was... Wait, <laughs> number, wait when was 10. that? It's uh, all... Th- Pretty much all through high school, like the end of middle school, I think, and all through high school, I was just I was obsessed. Yeah. And then uh, when the Rizzuto, the reason why I know that name, Billy not, Madison. Yep. Yep. I knew. Not yeah. from watching baseball, but from yeah. Billy Madison. Yeah. Rizzuto. Yeah. Those are Z's. <laughs> yeah. They look like R's to me. I was just man. I was obsessed. I loved learning about like Casey Stengel and Bill and Billy Martin and and Lou Gehrig. Uh, I was just I was so obsessed. And then when can this, you do a Casey Kasem impression? 
No. Try it. I can't. I'm not even going to. I don't want to. I don't want to. But I just... But then the whole steroids thing happened, and I, mm. I took that really hard. And now, like, looking back, I'm like, how stupid was I? You're like, of course they were on steroids. But I guess it's... Well, it's because I was always a fan of the art of baseball. I always loved mm. watching, you know, like, manufacturing runs and bunting and sack flies and stealing bases and like the baseball was always so beautiful to me like it was such a it was such an art form i loved it and then it's and very I, and precise I would, and I would baseball well, yeah. Is, yeah because it's there's it. like the tiny little ball and you have to hit it with your tiny little bat yeah. <laughs> people say you know it's boring but it's not when you know the players like when you grow up with them and you know what you know what they went through in the minors and you they become like people you know so every every at bat is something exciting and and, and I've revolved my whole life around it. And so then when I found out that the steroid things was changing the game, anybody, all anybody cared about were home runs, and then small ball just kind of ended. Nobody yeah. gave a shit about that. And I it was like, I lost <coughs> friends because of it. Like, I wouldn't do, I went, I didn't go to dances. Like, I was, like, obsessed. <laughs> and then when I found out that, like, a lot of them were cheating, I was just like, what are you, but you, were you like, told me. Asterisk. You, yeah, you, you told me that this was real. And then. <laughs> I it was I, like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I just had this whole thing in my head where I was just like, they don't give a shit about the fans. They don't give a shit about us. Why do I give a shit about this? And I got so mad, I like quit it. Cold turkey. Oh. I was like, fuck this. And I stopped watching it. And I, you know, Derek Jeter just retired and he's kind of, he was kind of like the last guy who's career i knew everything about like i watched him he know. never steroided right no, no. Yeah. um and you know he started he he came up in 95 actually for a few games and then 96 was his where he started and so that whole group of like mariano rivera Derek jeter andy pettit tino martinez where i decided, like they were the my guys that i grew up with yeah. and he was the last one to retire okay and i and it just felt like all my knowledge of baseball kind of retired with him because Just. I don't really know anymore. <laughs> so I'm trying. I tried to get into it a little bit again last year to watch for for Jeter's last season. Yeah. But it's just like a whole new class of players. It just felt like strangers. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is must be what people feel like. Baseball's uh, boring because they don't know what's going on. Yep. So I think starting next season, I'm gonna try and start watching again. But hopefully, my whole life doesn't collapse like it did the first time. <laughs> I'm not going out for comedy. Yeah. I've got baseball yeah. on. What do you mean I have a show? Fuck that. <laughs> The meltdown. Okay. I'm about to have a meltdown if I don't see this yeah. show. I just realized I, maybe I'm an obsessive person. Like when I get into something, my whole life revolves around it. Because certainly that's what happened with comedy. But I'm just I just miss sports because sports it's they're they're the best. They're so much fun. It, you feel like a, you're a part of something bigger than than you are. And I used to love going to bars. And, like, as a kid, like, we'd go to restaurants and there'd be sports bars and just oh. talking to, like, men about baseball. And I was just, like, this little kid. <laughs> just, like, with pigtails and my backwards Yankee hat. And, like, what do you fucking know? <laughs> yeah, he's in a five-game slump, but he's going to get through this. You know, he's, he's got a 313 average against this hitter. I got like, my rally cap yeah. on. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I do miss, mm-hmm. I miss, like, knowing sports were you superstitious about stuff yes yeah i was really i wouldn't like what? get up What's... like i wouldn't like if i was sitting in a chair and they were doing well i wouldn't get up like, I, 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 couldn't, I wouldn't move sometimes i was really really like i used to i used to like i really have to pee right now yeah, yeah. but not a, while they're I'd doing like, well I'd be like, i'm like my stomach would be growing lisa no snacks 
they need us. Mom, get the catheter. I don't know who's us. Just, <laughs> just me. They need us. What? Stop talking. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I was pretty superstitious. And I would keep score of the games, and every once in a while, like, I, if we had, like, a really good game, sometimes I would take that score sheet and I'd put it under my pillow when I slept. I don't know what I thought that would do. The baseball fairy. Maybe. The baseball fairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I was pretty. I was I was a pretty intense fan. My mood would depend. Like the next day at school. Oh, I bet. I had a teacher who told me once that she would look up if the Yankees won or not to know whether or not I'd be in a good mood in her class. <laughs> so yeah, that's fair. That's a good point. Because I'd be real cranky if we lost, especially when I thought we should have won. Like I was like an angry coach. <laughs> Come on up! Which game were you watching? Bunch of bullshit! Just be in the back, like, in my Spanish class, and be like, Yo, hablo. No! Well, I'm not doing any of this shit! We lost! I'm grumpy! I was a real, I was a real fan. I hated bandwagon fans. I'm oh, so mad. You know what? San Diego is full of bandwagon fans. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the Chargers suck. And then when they don't suck, then everyone, like, busts out all their, like, Charger gear mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're like, yeah. we're doing good! And then yeah. they lose, and then they're like, fucking Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> I used to get really upset by people who would wear their team's hat or shirt, but that wasn't the color of their team. Oh, like, like to try and, like, personalize it to them? furious. I would, there's this one girl who, she claimed to be a Yankee fan. She's like, I, bought, like, I got a Yankee hat. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Like, she, I don't know why she was trying to. And I was like, okay. And then she came in. She had, like, a pink Yankee hat. It's like, the fuck out of my sight. We, this is, what, what is this? This is crap. This is, you a Yankee fan? No, I think you're a fan of pink is what you are. <laughs> I, just get, I, get, I get really angry about that. <laughs> Because like really. she was a poser, she was she was actually trying to make friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just, like, I don't have time for this. Yourself. I don't have time for this bullshit. She was younger than me. She was like a few years younger. Than me. I just I, I I got really mad. I got really mad about that. Like that's like that was like a really a pet peeve of mine. I remember my dad being like, "What's the big deal? They're a fan of the team. They just want to match." I was like, "No, you match to the team. The team doesn't match to you. What are you doing?" You wear an original jersey or no jersey at all. Bullshit. Yeah. Like, I had my, like, oh, I let the players wear jerseys and jackets. I still have them. They're the fucking best. Huh? Like, what, you want to get, like, the majestic jacket, oh. like what they were wearing in the dugout. Yeah. And it's like, you had to get. Like, replicas. stuff, yeah, right? true yeah. colors. Like, I'm not going to walk around in a red Yankee jersey. That's another team's colors. <laughs> that's the Reds' colors. Yeah. That's going to fucking. What are you doing? <laughs> Amateurs. Yeah, amateur hour. Yeah. Have you have you ever listened to Scarborough Country? Mm-mm. That's a podcast where they talk sports. Oh yeah. Like the whole time, but it's like it's the Scar Brothers, so they talk comedy and like mm-hmm. the 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 stuff that um, happens in the sports world. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like keeps you in the pipeline of like that knowledge and right. stuff. Yeah. But at the same time. They're making fun of those stories, but then yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll also be—they're huge like baseball fans, and so they'll they'll always talk about like yeah. the story of like their dad would take them to games and like see the Cardinals play or whatever. Yeah, and I'm like okay, all that's right. nice. It is harder to to be involved in sports without having a cable. 
Because when I when I was <laughs> grow like I would have ESPN on all the time, so I would I would you know I watch Sports Center and PTI and Around the Horn and learn about whatever was happening in other sports yeah. through you know I'd be waiting for the baseball story, but I would absorb everything else. Yeah. But now I I don't have that, so it's like I would actually have to log on to Sports Center and actually read articles, <laughs> and it's just so much more work. Like, it's harder. It's yeah. It's harder to be involved when you don't when you can't just have it on all the time. <laughs> I can't read. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the big reveal. It's really, uh, it's not uh, conducive to illiterate. I'm not literate. I think it's called illiterate, <laughs> but I don't know because I've never read that word. <laughs> yeah, but I am. I'm gonna try and get back into sports. I'm, I'm trying to get into football a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying. Football, I can, um, cause I'm not. Not much of a sports guy, as you can see, like the <laughs> <laughs> all around the room. Um, but yeah, football is one where I can like sit down and just watch. And yeah. Like, like, one of the coolest things to see is mm-hmm. when they throw the pass and it's like a really long pass, and the wide receiver jumps up, catches it, mm-hmm. like falls down. <laughs> And then they, like, get up and keep running. And I'm like, holy shit, you can do that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that's. I I like watching football. It's really fun, but I don't have the knowledge, so I don't... I don't know the players, you know. So oh, I don't feel you'd have to like get way into involved. it. Yeah, you'd probably get into like fantasy football or something. I probably would if I started getting really into it. But I, I think uh, you're like, come on. Team, team. <laughs> but like, because I watch the games and they're exciting. Like I have been watching a few lately, and so it's they're fun to watch. But I feel like once I actually um, get really invested in a team and the players, your and, comedy game is just I'm gonna just go gonna, out the window. Yeah, it's, everything's <laughs> over. I'm just gonna, it's gonna be a problem because I I think I'm like an obsessive person. <laughs> You're like I'm illiterate and I'm also quitting comedy <laughs> and this is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everything's changing. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, so the whole... Wait, did you tell me like a... Oh, yeah, you said you wanted to be comfortable with money. With the whole, like, what do you want to do? <laughs> it's the big dream. Um, I want a sandwich. <laughs> I used to... I moved here with, like, I want to do late night. I want to get my screenplays sold. I want to be on a TV show. I want to perform in the theaters. Now, I just want a sandwich. <laughs> A noble goal. A good one. <laughs> oh, have you eaten at the Melt? No. It's a grilled cheese restaurant. What? It's, it's like amazing. A whole... That's it? I we can make grilled cheese at home. But they have other stuff too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they let the others in. <laughs> really? Well, they have okay. like like classic grilled cheese, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And then they have like all these other kinds. Like they throw other types of cheese in. Like mm-hmm. a, there's one that's like. Um, my mouth started watering like, thinking about it. Uh, I've only eaten there once but it was so good like cause I was like how good could a grilled cheese sandwich be to make a whole restaurant out of it and I took a bite and I was like oh yeah and it was like four dollars and I was like yeah okay really? yeah alright I'll have to check it out um, four dollars I mean <laughs> let's, uh, let's get real pretty penny yeah. uh I had a I had a brisket sandwich at Tam O'Shanter's the other day. Oh, I don't even know what you said for the second part of that sentence. Tam O'Shanter's. <laughs> Tam O'Shanter's. Tam O'Shanter's. It's this bar in uh in uh Los Feliz. Okay. It's like a Scottish. Oh God. It they 
beer and stuff, but they have like a little carvery and you can get like sandwiches. Tam O'Shanters. Tam O'Shanters. O'Shanters. Oh, O apostrophe Shanters? Yes. Okay. And <laughs> it's just one of the best sandwiches I ever. I was making a scene. Brisket like, I was, like, sandwich? It was so good. Ooh. I was just eating it like, guys, this is it! <laughs> Have you had this? They're like, we work in the kitchen. <laughs> I think they must have thought it was like the first time I had eaten. Like the friend I was with just like saved me from some sort of situation. And it was like, it was we need to get food in you. Back. And I'm just like, guys, it's food. Like, it was amazing. Like, I was, it was, it was like. Fall apart in your mouth. and like From like, a distance, it probably looked like I was on mushrooms or something. Mm. Like I was just like. I'll have what she's having. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, that, that, so far that I think that's the best sandwich I've ever had. Nice. Throwing the gauntlet down. Yeah. All right, restaurants. Now I have to go yeah. there. Tam O'Shanter's. It's really good. Because, I mean, this is close enough to, to. Yeah, this is, yeah. Los Feliz, if you. Because yeah. uh... I live, I live in, I live in Burbank, but I feel like I'm in that area most of the time. And this is pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. I, I walk to the palace. You've done the palace? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Such a cool venue. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I just imagine Nothing like, like doing comedy in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, I can't imagine the reaction of the people who go there. Maybe it's their first time there, <laughs> and then they're like, "This is a nice restaurant," and you hear just like da <laughs> from upstairs. And you're like, yeah, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, I just did comedy in a yoga studio. Oh. That was so much fun. It was, While people were... No. No, it was open just for the comedy show, but people were sitting on the floor in their yoga mats and stuff. What? And, and it was really funny because... Was that in Burbank? No, it was in, in Los Feliz. Oh, okay. It was, it was a great show. Um, Chuck Watkins runs it with Virginia Jones and Julia Prescott. And, yeah, it was Main me. Drop. And, well, I'm trying to... I'm just it's a brand new show. So, so I know Julia Prescott. Should, she does the uh, Simpsons... Stonecutters trivia. Uh, okay. Nerd melt. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's month. great. I yeah. got to like, yeah, hang out with her for a little bit, and they're just they're such great people, and they're trying to put on this awesome show, and and it was fun. It was me and Ryan Singer and and uh, Joe Starr, I think. It was just it was a great lineup, and it was so much fun, and it was just like yoga. You, it's supposed to be like this relaxing yeah. experience, and it just like I felt like we shouldn't be allowed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Inside. Like I felt like it was like I'm gonna put some sadness in your walls. Like, <laughs> get ready. Like I just want someone to do who's doing yoga the following day to just hear my voice in the walls, or just to feel like, they're like to, a weird. They're trying feels... to meditate, and it's just my voice being like, "Hey, <laughs> relax." <laughs> But it was so much fun. I love like the, how there's just comedy shows popping up everywhere. Chinese restaurants, yeah. yoga studios, pet stores. Now I just I want to start like a show in like a gynecologist's office. Just like I just want to make it even weirder. There's just it's like wherever we can squeeze our stage time. Squeeze. We'll do gynecologist it. Gynecologist's office. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's fun. Um, I used to run a mic out of my apartment down in san diego i used to do that too yeah it's so much fun yeah and i have i still have all the equipment and i have chairs and stuff and i i like really measured it out and i was like i think i could fit like 13 people comfortably sitting yeah in here and then the comic mm-hmm. um i called it our apartment comedy show because when you're here it's our apartment <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah and i want to start running it again like she's kind of weird uh, <laughs> who 
think pointing to the mic. The Enrique Iglesias fan is weird. (laughs) Nah. There's like seven posters of Enrique Iglesias. What are you talking about? And they're framed. She's normal. (laughs) (laughs) She also has a framed picture of herself in the bathroom. Wait, a picture of herself in the bathroom or a picture of herself in the bathroom? Oh, no. (laughs) A picture of herself that's framed and it's in the bathroom. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Gotta be careful with sentence structure. You know what? Why not? Yeah. I do. I do want to run, start it out of here. And then if she's like, gets fed up and she's like, get out, then I'll be like, fine. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, gotta put your foot down. They're fun. I, I used to live, there was five of us living in an apartment, and it was kind of like a little comedy frat house. It was so much fun. And we started a open mic in our apartment. We called it Mike Club. Because oh. we're awesome. And it was so much Don't first rule of Mike Club? <laughs> Don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Like, people would come, and it was a blast. And, it, and um, for a while, I think I started, because it was my idea, and I bought, like, the equipment and stuff. And then I realized, like, am I just trying to trick people into being my friend? <laughs> like, I, and then one day, because one day I legitimately had the idea of, like, what if everybody's here, and then afterwards, what if I, like, whip out some games, right? And we yeah. start playing some board games. Maybe watch a movie. And then I was board like, wait games? a minute, I think this is called well. kidnapping. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like, holding people hostage. And you can't we... leave till we play Clue! <laughs> then we have a sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're friends forever! <laughs> It was nice because I was able to, we I was able to do it in my pajamas, and you know what? That's just making it. <laughs> so it's fun. It makes for some really fun times. Yeah, but we had to stop because the neighbors they got upset. Apparently, what time did you go to? A newborn, a newborn. Um, not late. Like it, it started at like eight, and usually oh, end by like new, ten. Newborn though. Like... But yeah, she had a baby and. It... Lame babies. I mean, Come they're on. fucking what party spoilers. <laughs> Real baby about oh, it. I'm a baby. Yeah. I have to sleep all the time and eat and poop. Yeah. And the mom was just like, guys, please, I have a child. And I was like, I remember one of the guys that I lived with, he was like, hey, I wear condoms. <laughs> I don't need to worry about this. And then I and I took a step back and I was like, oh, okay, I think this makes us the children in this scenario. We have to empathize. I was like, what a, what a, what a mean, selfish. Yeah. Hey, I, I have not a baby. <laughs> This is not my problem. <laughs> and then we stopped doing it. <laughs> oh, yep, yep. <laughs> uh, I want to start it. Yeah, I want to start it again soon, cause, uh, like, especially for time. Mm-hmm. Cause it was great for stage time, right? Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> cause the cause like I'm still on open mics and stuff. And, like, three minutes at a time, it's not a lot. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. And I would do shows down there where I would host, and I'd be up there for, like, 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And then, like, the, the next comic It's the biggest adjustment, would... yeah. Yeah. I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I can't even do, a, like, a whole half of a bit in three minutes. Because I'm so long form now that I, I had to stop regularly going to open mics I was... My style was changing to accommodate them. Like, yeah. I... And I was just like... I can't, like, I got out, no. like, like, what's happening, like, what's going on, like, I can't, I literally went to, like, three mics, like, and I just started where I left off, in the, and the audience had no idea what was happening, <laughs> oh, like, I would just so awesome. start, like, mid-sentence, so then, 
and I remember them just <laughs> was being anyone like, like everyone was just like what is she doing and I think they thought that that was the joke <laughs> and I was like no I just need to get this out I don't care if you weren't around for part one and part two part three needs to continue that was earlier you missed that that was somewhere yeah, else it was a different venue <laughs> yeah. I just I got so frustrated that I, I I stopped going to a lot of them because it just it wasn't it was hurting me, I think, more than it was helping me. I just imagine the confusion on everyone's face, and then maybe, like, one person, like, knows your stuff, and they're like, holy shit, she's starting, like, <laughs> partway into this bit. She must have, like, started it somewhere else. One person was on one board. One person understood. Everyone else was like, what is happening? <laughs> Not that anybody listens at open mics anyway. Like, yeah. what's she babbling about? That's true. But, Yeah. <laughs> It, that is the three minutes or it's tough yeah it's very tough so i i mean i'll give the open micers 10 minutes each just kidding <laughs> that would be terrible <laughs> but five i think you could get some stuff done in five minutes yeah yeah or are we just gonna do a booked show in your apartment mm-hmm. yeah yeah like not paying them, obviously, because I can't. <laughs> but whoever wants stage time. Yeah. Ten minutes apiece. I don't think there's anything wrong with... More shows, the better. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah. We're just trying to convince ourselves. Right? 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 Yeah. <laughs> well, what, uh, uh... I feel like this has been a good episode. Yeah, it's been fun. This is long. Is anybody going to be listening to my voice for an hour and 42 minutes? Oh, yeah. One of the episodes was three and a half hours long. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Who was that with? Uh, Davina Joy. Huh. I had Abed Gaith on. Do you know? Mm-hmm. He he was the inspiration for the character Abed on Community. Okay. <laughs> and we talked for three hours. That's awesome. <laughs> well, fine. So I'm not... <laughs> I get it. I'm like, <laughs> have you seen my ball of cream? It's right here. There's two bites out of it. <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Do I'm like you want a bite? <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's very cool. I've enjoyed watching my voice pattern as I'm talking to you. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Eh. I'm just I'm like a kid. <laughs> Look at it. It's like a ride. It's like on that Simpsons with the Treehouse of Horror, where <laughs> this was maybe like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Longer, longer than that, 15 years ago or something, where Homer's like, ooh, look, it's my voice. This is my voice. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I've been feeling the whole time. Yeah. It kind of, it just, it's like actually being able to see my word vomit. Yeah. Like, it's like I say something, blah, and it's just like blue crap just looking at me like, what have you done? It's good. It's all there. But cool. Well, thanks for having yeah. me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Say hello to your the, cool roommate again. Yeah. This has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And yeah. Lisa Best. <laughs> okay. <laughs>